and we are back. We have giant flaming circles, and there's a eternal flame that is in our hearts and our wieners. It's the Olympics. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm, I'm with you so far, and then you threw in the wieners and oh, me, right, 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 threw me for a loop. Well, it's because in the Olympics they give out free condoms to everyone. I think that's the opposite of what they did this year. <laughs> no, did you? No, they give out they give out free condoms every year at the Olympics because apparently it's pardon my language, guys, but it's just a giant fuck fest. I mean, they're all peak human, peak human conditions. So, I mean, wouldn't you? But well, isn't hold on, my Siri is listening to me. Oh God, did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear no. that? Okay, no. it literally just. Okay, it started recording, and I could see my words speak to Siri, and then he yelled at me. But oh, why does it keep going? Why does Siri keep turning on? I don't understand computers. Anyways, hopefully Are you done. serious? Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, there there was like a thing where they made, gave the Olympian specific beds to like made out of cardboard so that they wouldn't have sex. Didn't you see that? No, I did not see that. I'm going to need you to send that to me. All right, I'll see if I can find it. But anyways, also, I look that up, hey, dude, what's up? Hey, I'm just eating some cheese. Uh, cutting some cheese, eating some cheese. Uh, farting some cheese, eating some cheese. Uh, long, long week. Uh, so I gave, so I, for those of you who know, I was, I was out in California for work uh, for a couple days. And then I gave myself, uh, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday off to kind of recover and do some stuff around the house, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I work a nine-day stretch all the way up until we have a baby shower this Saturday. So I gave myself a three-day weekend off, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But this nine-day stretch, it's starting to kill me a little bit, you know. And it's uh, at work tonight, all of a sudden, the air raid bomb sirens go off. So I'm like, okay, cool, tornado. Um, you know, Why'd so you it's because <laughs> I love I love pain apparently, um, but uh, it's funny. So I'm I'm finally able to start really feeling Marlo move and kick, and in your belly. Well, I just said the name on air. I forgot that we didn't say that out loud to people, but that's okay. Uh, right, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll blur that out. I'll go. I'll just go beep. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll just. I'll insert a sound randomly. Uh, but anyways, little baby girl, uh, she's kicking, and she's kicking hard. Uh, but it was funny because the other day, Jess was like, ooh, feel this. And I put my hand there, and nothing happened. And then she said, no, 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 try this time. And literally, the baby was like, like, punching. Like, don't touch me, Dad. <laughs> swear I could have seen a fist. Yeah, don't touch my body. It's my body. Um, anyways... Uh, that's pretty much it. Nothing really crazy new happening. Uh, hey, dude, what's up with you, handsome ass bitch? Nothing much, bro. You're eating cheese, and I just ate sleep immune health melatonin plus elderberry. So, <laughs> just so you're going to fall like... asleep halfway through the episode? Um, I hope not. I'm hoping it'll kick in like when we're finished. But this will be a fun game. Um... <laughs> What else happened? So I, I bought a bunch of groceries. I've been doing really good about pretty much buying all my groceries in one trip of the month. And there's one flaw to that, though, which is the vegetables. Or, yeah, the vegetables slash fruit. Like, 
it's impossible to keep them alive all month. And so I think I'm going to have to do like one big, tri- one big expensive trip and then a midway veggie trip is what I think I'm going like to do. Like a supplemental fresh food mm. trip. Yeah. So, but the issue is I just don't want to go to the store because I've been trying to do it once a month to really like negate excess spending, like buying like, oh, I could use fucking Oreos or, and Dunkaroos in the house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, although the gluten-free Oreos, I have been keeping those on stack on on standby so those are pretty good but i was just texting our friend michael shout out to michael because i started playing the new pokemon game and which one excuse me podcast per pokemon unite okay um do you know anything about it really no i just still play pokemon go so it's it's a free game for the nintendo switch and you, there's only like a hand, a handful of Pokemon you can choose from. Like maybe more than ten, less than twenty Pokemon you can choose from to to be. You start off as either like some of them are like Snorlax, and if you're Snorlax, you start off as Snorlax. It's a five v five v five game, where it's only online, so you play with random people, um, and. I use Bulbasaur. And so if you use Bulbasaur, you start as a Bulbasaur. And then as you level up during the 10 minute game, you turn into a Venusaur and you get stronger. The point is to battle, you battle random Pokemon. And if you defeat the random Pokemon, you get a couple of points. And then you also battle like your opponents, the other five Pokemon on the other team. And if you beat them, you get like all of their points that they had stored up. And the goal is like each, each team has three rings on their side of the field and it's you like dunk your points. And so like if I'm Pikachu, like I walk over to the ring, I have like 10 points stocked up and out of a hundred, this ring's still there. And so I hold X and then all of a sudden Pikachu goes uh, and dunks like a ball of energy. (laughs) I love that. And yeah, it's pretty, it's like a fun, weird Pokemon sports multiplayer free game. It's, I'm pretty sure it's like a pay like you can pay for like outfits or to unlock characters and stuff like that so it's free but also like obviously you can there's microtransactions that's the technical term ah uh, yes good old microtransactions mm-hmm. microtrans so <laughs> i'll end with this or listen i have been i might have said this on air we've been trying to do like a special date night at the end of every month have i said that on air or at least to yeah you? yeah we talked about that i think last week actually Okay, yeah. So last month was baseball game and St. Petersburg's Day. Month before that was, I think, something Disney. I don't remember. Um, but anyways, we did this month. We decided we're gonna do massages and like a like some sort of dinner somewhere, like a, a dinner we have to like dress semi nice, you know? White Castle. Uh, exactly, White Castle. And so I'm pretty excited because. I'm trying to do at least every other month alternate massage and chiropractor is like my new my new goal for the next for the to end out the year and see how like just monitor my health overall and see how that goes. I'm also switching jobs, which I think is gonna make me more active, which is very exciting because 
I, I'll look at my watch sometimes and I'll be like, you've taken a thousand steps today. And I'm like, oh, that's, not, <laughs> that's not enough. <laughs> so anyways, that's it. Did you, before we talk Olympics, what should people do at the eight minute and eight second mark? At the eight minute and eight second mark, all of the listeners out there should take a look at their Apple watch. And if you don't have an Apple watch, then I'm so sorry. You're probably still on a Fitbit. But that's okay, too, just as long as you're not wearing one of those Android watches. But if you are looking at a notification that says, congratulations, you've done a 1,000 steps this month, you should be more active. Uh, But also, while you're being more active, you know what's really great for walks and runs is the Dude Thoughts podcast. Listen to the Dude Thoughts podcast, share it, tell your friends about it, tweet it, live stream it, Instagram story it, Facebook story it, uh, whatever you want. Really, there's there's nothing you can't do. Leave a... Yeah, leave a five-star review. And then also, uh, if you want to subscribe, if you go to the Dude Thoughts podcast, Naked, uh, it's just pictures of Gabe and I, Naked. I thought you were naming the um, website. <laughs> the Dude Thoughts podcast, Naked.com. Naked. Yeah, that's funny. So just if you haven't figured, yeah, do all those things. If you haven't figured out yet what we're talking about, where the Olympics just wrapped up. Carmen, did you watch any of the Olympics? Yes, I did. I watched... Basically, anything that was a floor routine, I tried to watch as much as I could. I really love the gymnastics, mostly because the way that these people contour their bodies, the sheer yeah. force and torque that they're using on their bodies, it's its its unnatural, right? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've decided pretty, unless for some reason um, somebody disagrees, that I want, boy or girl, I want my child in some sort of gymnastics like growing up gymnastics or like or synchronized diving mm -hmm, same thing the same exact skill well just like anybody i know who was in gymnastics growing up is now just like freakishly strong (laughs) like like that just carried over like they didn't lose it like if you played baseball if you played little league baseball you can't now hit a home run if you did gymnastics in growing up for a couple of years you can probably pull-ups and like those are more like applicable life skills (laughs) you know and so speak for yourself i played little league baseball and i'm still hitting home runs it's true you are hitting bombs and slinging dongs (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that's that's gonna go on a t-shirt yeah (laughs) um but yeah that's i don't know i really i don't care about the stigma that's that's dead and gone like "Uh, you're doing gymnastics and you're a boy weird no you're weird yeah exactly just gay in my name so imagine that growing up in the 90s yeah (laughs) i Um, i also so fun fun story i had a gym teacher his name was mr mango all right the dude was like five foot one five foot two and i once saw him hold himself up on the flagpole (laughs) yeah like by his hands with his hands straight out horizontal parallel with the ground yeah i'm like what and he was a gymnast. Yeah, weird. So yeah, I decided I want to try that. I'm also, I think, I'm going to be one of those parents that are like, look, I'm going to put my kid in things because I don't want to have one of those kids that doesn't have any interest. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to have a boring kid. I'm going to put them in things. They have to do it for a year. And at that, they have to finish that. And any other thing they sign up for, that's their choice. They have to finish. But I don't, I'm not going to make them do it. We, how's that? That sound 
like that sounds fair. Yeah, good dad, logic. good dad move. Okay. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, so that's what I feel, and I think gymnastics is going to be one. I'll put them in theater, see if they enjoy theater, like some sort of drama club or something. Um, maybe some sort of dance or a music, like play piano lessons. You know, dun, 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 you know that's heart and soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, r- real quick, so I want I wanted to ask you this. In the spirit of like, imagine right now, you were going to join the Olympics, right? Imagine that you're you're a father, right? Yeah. And your kid came up to you and says, "Dad, I want to see you in the Olympics," right? And you got four years to train for the next the next Olympics. Any sport, what could you train for four years, and you think you could compete at the Olympic level for? Compete that I think I could compete at the Olympic level at nothing. But if I had to pick <laughs> something like gun to my head, weightlifting. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That would probably be the closest thing, or Olympic bullpen catcher. <laughs> you know, I don't play, but I can warm up the relief pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, thinking that if I if I was if I quit my job and my my future daughter said, "Dad, go to the Olympics." And I was like, "Okay, you know, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to I'm going to play baseball every day for the next 4 years." <laughs> yeah. I could I could probably make it as a backup, maybe backup outfielder, maybe backup to the backup. Maybe I'm, yeah, maybe a bullpen catcher or something. I, mean, I don't know. I think I could do it. In four years? <laughs> I'd be 34. So I'd be like. If they asked you as an infant. <laughs> yes. If my infant daughter, fresh out the womb and said, dad. At that point, you'd be 35. <laughs> yeah. Go to, go to the Olympics. Yeah. So uh, I, mean, I could do yeah. it. I think I could do it. I think okay. I think our best bet would be learn literally for the next four years. Do nothing but perfect the knuckleball. Yeah, <laughs> is our best bet because we ain't cracking the nineties anytime soon. That ain't happening. That ship is sailed. No. But I think if we can get a fastball to get to like sixty-five, I think that's doable. And then perfect a knuckleball. Call up. We'll have to combine our salaries. We'll have to do this as a unit. Combine our salaries to be able to afford fucking Tim Wakefield. No, who was the knuckleballer yeah, on yeah, the? Tim Wakefield, Tim yeah, Tim Wakefield. Um, and R.A. Dickey. Yeah, to pay them to fly down to both Chicago and Florida. <laughs> Imagine being Tim Wakefield's agent, going, "Hey, I got <laughs> a great, great opportunity, opportunity for you." <laughs> And he's like, he's like, I'm going back to the show. And they're like, no, you want to be a trainer for these two guys who have podcasts and they want to go to the Olympics as knuckleballers. But they they both want to go and you have to fly back and forth between Florida and Illinois. Like, not going to lie. If we still lived like close together and stuff, that would be a fun like four year vlog. Oh, yeah work on together because i i was thinking about this the other day and when i say the day that could have been years ago but we'll say the other day for podcast purposes um like if i did nothing for the next two years but worked on kicking field goals i was already pretty good at that in high school like i was able to hit like a 40 yarder i think um and so if i get it to where i'm just knocking them down getting further and further i feel like enough there's enough internet clout that a team would be like, oh, I'll give this guy a tryout. And I could be a kicker for an NFL team and make a couple million dollars a year. I'm not saying that's an easy job. By no means am I saying that. But it's a skill that I think I could learn and not have to be 
you know, not five foot six anymore. <laughs> right. And you're saying that in this scenario, you'd completely quit your job and every day, morning till dusk, you're out there kicking field goals, right? Again, I'm so not like, trying to be disrespectful. No, I think I'd keep my job and work on it for an hour and a half, two hours a day. Wasn't four, that a four. Tim Allen movie? Uh, I don't know. I think he was a field goal kicker in a Tim Allen movie. He, like, just kicked something across like a... I remember him kicking something from far away. Sounds like a Tim Allen movie. I think he was kicking bowling balls, though. Maybe. Maybe that was it. So, but. also, fun fact about the Olympics. So I, I was pulling up one of the articles that Kelky had sent me here. Uh, it was it was actually a very low-rated and low-watched Olympics. Yeah. I mean, I didn't uh, it watch had, anything live. What's that? I didn't watch anything live, but I didn't have a political agenda. It just I just didn't watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it looks like it's about half of the 2012 uh, games, and it said that right now the seven-day the 17-day event averaged about 15.5 million primetime viewers on NBC, and it slumped below the 31.1 million viewers who watched the uh, Summer Olympics in London, uh, and the 26.7 million who turned in for the 2016 games in Rio de Janeiro. So it sounds like, I don't know if it was a political thing. I really hope not, because I will say for for everything that this Olympics did, and I and again, I'm not a huge like super watcher of the Olympics, but it really put athletes' mental health in the forefront of the scope, you know? Yeah, and I think that's why it's political, is because you're representing this country, you suck it up, you know, it's one of those things. And here's what I'll say. Simone Biles was the main, you know, the the big wig for the mental health issues. But even before that, there was a, I don't, I'll, I'm not a big tennis fan, so forgive me, there was a tennis player who dropped out for similar reasons. Of, But that wasn't even the Olympics, that was, I think, just a tennis tournament. Uh, so that, and that happened like a month or two before. And I think she might be Hawaiian, I don't remember. So forgive me, everybody. Um, so here's what I'll say. I think Simone Biles is at the level even if she decided, you know, I'm not going to compete for these two days. If, you know, any other gymnast said that and your argument was just like, well, she's representing this country. She needs to compete. I'd maybe I'd listen to you a little bit. But I think even 50% of the greatest gymnast of all time is worth taking to the Olympics. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's like, it's like one of those things where if Mike Trout is 70% healthy, he's in the lineup. <laughs> and it won't hurt him anymore. You still play him because nobody, 70% of Mike Trout is still better than, you know, almost every other baseball player out there. So, right. I don't know. That's no, it's, it's a good yeah, it's a good point. Now, I was I was trying to find uh, one of the memes that I saw uh, online, but it was like a soccer player who was like, "Oh, blah blah blah. Uh, if you can't handle the heat mentally of the game, then like don't play the game." And it was like fast forward to a picture of the same soccer player missing a something or got think, a penalty. The meme was a tennis player and he was like destroying his racket is the one I Oh, thought. that's what it was. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. Destroys the racket for something and I'm like, okay, you talk about mental health like dude, pot kettle. Pot kettle, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean like people call out of work for the same thing. Like it's something I've been thinking about prioritizing more. That's why, you know, you 
I'm sure moving back home had some some issues of mental health that kind of took some stuff off your plate. You hated your job for a little, some some point in time in your life, you know, and yeah. you make career changes, and that's just what everybody does. Athletes is a job. You're they're they're with a job too, you know. Your your job you can die if you land wrong, so maybe be mentally there. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like you know, there was a whole ordeal. I think we briefly touched on it a couple weeks back where. Simone Biles was getting penalized because the tricks that she was doing were so far ahead of the rest of the group that they were they were specifically knocking her points down so that the other f- women could feel like they were competing. And in my head, I'm thinking, first off, bullshit. Like, I think I shared this on Facebook. Did they let all the other guys get a head start on Michael Phelps because he was too fast? No. What, what's, what is, why was this getting watered down? Why were these Olympic athletes, one of the single greatest athletes, not just female athlete, one of the single greatest athletes in American history, in American Olympic history, and she was getting penalized because she was too good. Isn't that what the fucking Olympics are for? Yeah. I was going to say, like, I was making, I was talking to Alyssa, I think about this, and I was saying how, like, you know, growing up and, and every other level, if... Simone Biles was a, let's say, for sake of argument, saying a little league player. And she's seven years old. If she was so good, they would move her up into whatever level they feel is comparable. So that could be, if she's seven years old, that could be playing with the nine-year-olds. Or if she's even better, she could be playing with the 11-year-olds. But the Olympics, there's no more year-olds. <laughs> like, the Olympics are the the end-of-the-year-olds uh, moving up range. So... That's how I feel about that. Like it's it's done. The I understand it's like a sport where you're being judged. So the comparison of Michael Phelps and them is a little different because there's no clear cut like there's like, no potential a, bias. So there's no scorecard. Yeah, there's a clear winner. Like there's vi- even video proof of going back and going like who hit first, the chicken or the egg, you know. Um, so that's the only difference. But I understand the the logic of that. So I don't know. It's stupid, it's over, and she still won a bronze medal in her individual events, so I think she's still yeah. represented pretty well. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know, she she dropped out of, I think, three or four other events, and she dropped yeah. out of the all-around, the USA all-around. So, it's just, I don't know, I, I, I have a hard time wondering if she was a white male, or even just a white female athlete, you know, would this still happen, or because she's a minority was there more pressure put on her i don't know um the other thing so i on the flip side you know there's a feel good there's a feel good story have you heard about the uh mutaz essa barshim and gianmarco tamberi sharing the uh, gold medal in the olympic high jump yeah i saw the clip they were just like can we tie and the guy was like yes and it's not like you can say yes but but before the Olympic representative even could finish his sentence, the guy was like, "We tie!" <laughs> like, like, <they> were, <laughs> like it's a, it was really old. Like, I would be the same way. I'd be like, "Dude, like, I'll take a gold and split it with somebody. Nobody's gonna care. Nobody. <laughs> if somebody has the audacity to see my gold medal in my house, like hung up because it's fucking getting hung up. It's not going in the basement. It's gonna be right at the, f- the first thing you see when you walk in the door. I would wear it around my neck everywhere I went. <laughs> um." And so 
and somebody had the audacity, well, didn't you tie? Fuck you. What are you? What's the what's your biggest accomplishment? Uh, you got two kids? Fuck your kids. That's a gold medal. At the Olympics. Yeah, I'd be like, what do you what do you got there, Frank? Like yeah. you got nothing. Typical Frank. Typical so this brings Frank. me to a, a good question. It doesn't have to exist because it doesn't exist. We've already talked about this. But based on your skill set right now, if you had to pick anything to make an Olympic act Olympic sport, Olympic uh just an Olympic uh activity that you think you could win, you know, fate of the universe on the line. What would you pick for Carmen? I have a suggestion. Wow. That's a tough one. Does it have to be so like are you talking like a typical sport or it's just literally anything? It could be anything. So my suggestion for you would be every athlete gets assigned a meet time to be at the venue and whoever gets there the latest wins gold. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. At that one. I like that. I would also (laughs) um Whoever can eat, I wouldn't say the most hot dogs. No, That's for sure Joey, nothing. I don't think eating anything. I think there's professional eat, eaters out there. Like, well, you eat more than the normal person. There are professional eaters out there that'll. I don't think Joey Chestnut's stomach just goes, oh, hot dogs. That's all I can do. I think it can handle a lot more. I would, I would, uh, I would do some sort of taco something maybe, or a sushi something. I could fate of the world. Uh, I don't know. I maybe, um, I don't, yeah, that's, I, I feel good about something, something taco related, something taco or sushi related in addition to being not punctual, being late, something about tacos. Here's what I'll say to you, to yeah. your food, your food argument. Let's start with sushi. Friday, April 11th, a professional eater, Tim Eater X, Janice set the world record sushi eating by eating 141 pieces of sushi in six minutes. Still think you could <laughs> eat 141 pieces of sushi in six minutes? I don't think I could. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's like a whole world of professional eaters out there. I watched okay, okay, okay. about it. 126 tacos by Joey Chestnut in eight minutes. No, okay, yeah. These Over are, 15 here's tacos the thing. a minute. <laughs> they must How have many? been soft show. Over 15 tacos a minute by Joey Chestnut. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Because the, here's the thing. They're dipping it in water, and they're just opening up their throat and directly putting it into their stomach, you know? Yeah, it's a skill. Um, I don't know. My, that's tough, man. <laughs> Mine, I think, would be similar to yours, where the Olympians, they give me, it'd be over the whole week of the Olympics, they'd give each athlete a bag of items, such as keys, sunglasses, and a wallet, and, and you know, something <laughs> else. And I'll say don't lose any of these items and you have to take them everywhere you go sunglasses i think i said sunglasses and that would be mine and and it would be if whoever loses the most items organically wins the gold medal and then that would be my gold medal event that's shout out to brand stefan who many a times had my colorblind sunglasses left at their house yeah yeah i uh yeah it's it's sad (laughs) and it's funny because like you know we're all we're all couch coaches every once in a while you know we're big we're big baseball fans we're we're basketball fans and uh you know it's it's tough because we'll be watching the olympics and go, like going oh you suck you didn't stick that landing 
Oh, you missed that baton handoff? What an <laughs> idiot. idiot. This is our best. And this is this is our country writing on this? No. Uh, but yeah, and you and I are like, well, I guess we could just be late and lose our shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm self-aware. I understand what I'm good at. My other backup would be getting colors wrong. That would be a good one. But there's plenty of people out there who are actually black and white colorblind, so that would, they would beat me on that one. I, I wanted to uh, also, so I'm looking at, uh, shout out to Kelki, because there were a lot of good articles here. Um, there, uh, so this one here I didn't actually see. Mm, podcast burp. Uh, two running rivals tripped and fell together, and they put their arms across each other, and they, excuse me, Made finished out. the race. Oh. Made out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isaiah Jewett and Nigel Amos showed the ultimate sportsmanship, and they just walked across the finish line. That's cool. I like that. We'd love to see it. And the guy was like, I'm sorry. And the guy was like, it's okay, man. I'm going to interrupt briefly. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, either to you or Kelsey, I don't recall. Or both. And I got this app that monitors my sleep. Yes? Yes, I do. I do remember you saying that. Okay. And... I think I've, I might have said this before, that I thought I talked to my sleep, but it was just like the podcast I was listening to playing. However, there's new developments in that case, and I do talk to my sleep. And I'm going to play it live on air. <laughs> I have All three right. different clips. One is me actually saying something. One is me moaning. Like, not a sexual moan, just like a... Uh. Mm, like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> And that's what is me laughing. It was like the, I need to lie down after my breakup in high school. So I'll do the the talking one first because it, I don't remember what I said, but I remember I sound like I'm being sassy to somebody. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm going to put my phone against the microphone. Did you hear that? What did you say? I said, yeah, that's what it does. That's why it's so good. Like, like I was being sassy. Here, I'll play one more time. So, I'm being sassy there. I'm going to play the moan next. All right. I think this is the moan. Yeah, there's the moan. Okay. All right. Okay, let's try that. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll do the laugh next. Just. (laughs) Anyways, that's happening in my sleep. Do you ever just think, like, do you remember any of the dream that was going on that nope, your Apple Watch caught this? No idea. So, but yeah, nobody, nobody's ever told me I talked to my sleep. I asked people I've slept next to, because that was always something I was always at. So I was like, do I snore? Anytime I slept next to a a person of interest, you know? I'm like, hey, yeah. just, how did I sleep? Did I move around a lot? Did I, did I hug the covers? Um, did I snore? And, and almost everybody said no until currently. <laughs> um, I would get the I snore, which I, I I hear my snores now. They don't happen all night, but they they come periodically. Giggity. There there are just days where I'm so exhausted, and I and I know I know I'm for sure gonna be snoring. Right, like you just get so tired. It's the position you sleep. Quarantine wasn't super kind to any of us. Like, <laughs> That's just a nice way to put that. You know, like I I was talking to one of my one of my employees today, and she was like. Oh, I put on 15 pounds and I was like, ooh, try 40. 
And yeah, she was like, I'm oh, still, <laughs> I'm still at the 20 something range because I think I was exactly 200 pounds at the start of quarantine. And I weighed in at 224 the other day. I'm transitioning like some of that weight into more productive areas. But still, it's not it's not a fun weight to be right now. <laughs> no, I, I, I only put on since quarantine, I only put on about 10 pounds, but it's not like it's not good. Like, because I've also stopped working out like virtually completely. Well, soon, hopefully soon your schedule will will calm down eventually to some degree, or at least you'll get a routine. Well, once once we get moved into the house, I'm going to uh, buy a treadmill and some light gym equipment because the garage is actually deep enough to where we can have the both cars in there and workout equipment in the garage. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So I told Jess I'll get us a treadmill. I'll get us a couple, uh, uh, like maybe a bench or two and some some free weights and just like maybe I'll get one of those tonal mirrors where they like. Where are you gonna? We're gonna do this. Let's. What? What's up? I said, where are you gonna find free weights? (laughs) 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 On my wiener. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, back to the articles that Kelky sent you. I think. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what else there was. Um, There was. A triathlete runner uh, had a competitor who came in last, and they were like, hey, don't even feel bad. You're a fucking fighter. Like, you got this. Also, you're running a triathlon. That is insane. Yeah, that's so much. I couldn't even run one single unathlon. <laughs> unathlon. That's a great t-shirt. Also, imagine running a decathlon. Mm, no thanks. I'd rather imagine losing my stuff at the Olympics and getting my gold medal. Um, the swimming was pretty cool. There's a lot of swimming records that was broken. There was like there was a young girl, like a 16 year old or something, that won gold. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and she she like I think broke like two or three records. And also I don't know exactly which one is it. Maybe the 200 meter, but uh, one of the swimming competitions the. United States has gone like 16 Olympics in a row and won a gold medal in that event. Neat. I think the Olympic gymnast team for USA has won since like 1962 or some some crazy number. So go. The what was that? Like the, I saw it on ESPN Instagram, but the women's gymnastics team has won or placed, I don't know if it was one gold or just placed every year since like 1972, 1962, something like that. Let's look at ESPN really quick. Also, there's one here that I'm looking at where, while you're looking that up. Oh, uh, I was very wrong. <laughs> oh. The women have now won gold in every Olympic Games since 1990s. So still a long time. Yeah, the, the ba- basketball, right? <laughs> no, that was the, the wait. Uh, women's basketball, yeah. Yeah, women and the men both dominating the world in basketball because we've just got the tallest, strongest, strongest dong and strongest vagina crew around. Yeah, we didn't even have our best uh, male players play this year. I mean, are, we still had, like, all-stars play. but Yeah, and think have... of all the male players that we lost with the UPS strikes and the FedEx strikes. Exactly. Great. Get it? <laughs> male players? <laughs> I get it. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened. I, I'm, I'm very proud to say that as a country, you know, well, actually, let me ask you this. Do you think that the Olympics are becoming 
obsolete? Like, do people even care about the Olympics, really? I mean, viewership would say no. But I saw somebody post, and I'm very... Unfortunately, we are the quietest. And so, I think, like, oh. And I sur- we surround ourselves with good company, I'd say. And so, most people we talk to are similar to us. Like, I feel relatively indifferent on a lot of things. I'll raise points, but I won't, like, if I enjoy something, I usually won't, like, I'll see points, but I'm not going to, like, it's not going to ruin my relationship with somebody, you know? Like, there were, I saw a post on Facebook that somebody shared, like, oh, viewership's down in the Olympics. Are you watching? Why or why not? Or something like that. And there were a lot of posts that were like, I'm not going to support these kneeling Nazis. And I was like, oh, well, personally, I don't think the Nazis would kneel. The Nazis would, would be on your side. <laughs> but, but yeah, a lot of posts like that, I was like, oh, I guess there is at least a small percentage of people that are not protesting watching the Olympics right now for whatever reason i feel like it would go on both sides there would probably be people protesting for the not nazi kneelers and then the other side of people who are not watching because they don't necessarily feel a state of pride in in their country so i don't know i don't know if it's lack of interest but it could be (laughs) well i remember growing up too like before there was like the internet everywhere there's only two times a day that I could get an update on the Olympic situation. I'd have to either watch them mm-hmm. or I'd have to look at the newspaper in the morning and go, how many gold medals does the USA have? What? China's got more medals. China, China, China. Um, and uh, it was like, as a, as a kid, I remember my parents being like, uh, China's beating us in this. Russia's beating us in that. And then at the end of the Olympics, one of my parents would go, I knew we'd have more than China and Russia. And I'm like, Just shut up then. <laughs> Like, don't even bring it up then. Yeah. Why Why'd you sound worried then? Seems yeah. Sus. Idiot. But the Olympics are great. I mean, I it's it's peak physical human uh, specimens for sure. Stuff They're doing things that I could never dream of. They're doing stuff that no one in, in you know, our lives that we know, uh, you know, it's actually, <laughs> no. fun, fun fact, I actually do know uh, a girl who was at the Olympics. Her name is Tori. Uh, she went for uh, a couple of different track and field events. I won't explain. I won't. I won't disclose which one. Uh, but she was in our Chicago Tribune newspaper, and she was on the front page. So look at that. Yeah, we went to Something high school together. Person in Chicago. Well, no, I wouldn't say that. You're 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 on the podcast with the most famous person in Chicago. That's that's why I said second. Oh, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're first, clearly. And you're the yeah. first <laughs> famous person in all of Haynesville, Florida, Gainesville, Haynes City. I mean. Well, I live in Davenport. Davenport, Florida. Any one of them. That. So I also, there's an app called, we'll finish with this. All right. Sound like a plan? I so, love everything. There's an app called Akinator. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's, it looks like this. I'm showing Carmen what it looks like. It's a little genie. Okay. And the game is, you'll think of somebody and it'll guess who you're thinking of. Right. Okay. And it does a very good job. Like, it's almost never wrong. Like, you can think of the most obscure real person or fictional person that usually gets it. And I decided okay. I'm going to, once in a while on the podcast, I'll break it out and I'll think of Carmen Magnolo and see if it can guess it and see until, well, I feel like once it guesses that, we'll be famous and then we can stop podcasting. How's okay, that? okay, okay, cool. I All like right. this game. And I'll have the source right here. So when they ask me questions, I'll know exactly 
yes or no. So the options are probably, probably not, yes, don't know, or no. First question, is your character from a Japanese anime? No. Is your character male? Very. Is your character real? Yes. Is your character a singer, or does he work with singers? I'm going to say yes. Yes. For those who don't know, is your character black? I'm going to say no. Does your character live in South Korea? He does not. Is your character British? Nope. Is your character American? As apple pie? Is your character more than 40 years old? Nope. Does your character have any tattoos? Nope. Is your character a famous YouTuber? Not yet, but I'm putting no. Is your character an actor? I'm going to say no. (laughs) Does your character still record albums? Yes? Yes. Is your character a country singer? No. Is your character a rapper? Definitely not. Is your character in a band? Yes. Is your character part of a trio? No. No. Does your character play in a rock band? Yes. Yes. Does your character have any kids? No. (laughs) Is your character a twin? No. Does your character have glasses? No. Is your character Mexican? No. Oh, it's dot dot dotting. Is your character lead singer of a band? Yes. Have blonde hair. Would your character's hair ever blonde? Yes. Group of four. Yes, right? Yes. (laughs) This is it. It's going to get me. No, is your character Australian? You're not Australian. Is your character from a TV series? No, now it's starting to come back down. Is your character still in this band? Yes. Yes. Come back. Does your character dye their hair? I don't think so. No, right? No. Okay. Is your character linked with dragons? No. I mean, I don't <laughs> think no. so. I don't. I don't think of when I think of you. I don't think dragons. Okay, it's giving an answer. Okay, it just said awesome. You were thinking of a rare character, so it didn't know. So we're not so that that's yet. It's not wrong though. No, it's you are a rare character. I'm a rare character. Okay, see the character. Okay, well done. Discover your character and the possibility for, let's see who it is with the free access offer. Oh, okay, it did think of somebody. Matt Schultz, Cage the Elephant. No, not me. Do you know who that is? Nope. Well, I'm putting no. Continue. Nope. We'll know now that (laughs) right now we are not at the level of that game knowing us. Not yet. But we will. We will be sometime soon. That's true. So, that was fun. Hey, everybody. Wasn't that fun? Thank you for for listening. Thank you, Carmen, for being so handsome. And you know, Carmen, if you got a dream, what should they do? Go and chase it, and we will see you all in the next one.